Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 305 DGS, happy Friday to you. Uh, Michael Kelly's here hanging out with us for another couple of segments. Two of the American hostages have been released by Hamas. Uh, Tony Blinken is talking about it. Let's pop in real quick and see what he's saying. Loss of uh, civilian life. Uh, and we continue. Uh, to, to focus on that, uh, just as we're also focusing on getting assistance into people in Gaza who, uh, who need it. Um, there will be plenty of time to make assessments about how these operations were, were conducted, but I can just say for the part of the United States that this continues to be important to us. And again, it's what distinguishes us, distinguishes Israel from terrorist groups like Hamas, okay. which not um, only... I'm surprised. I'm very surprised. I didn't think they would release any hostages. Yeah. I just I didn't think I there was any any scenario. Yeah, me too. Right. I really didn't think we'd get anybody back. If this is live, he looks really tired there. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure he's got to be oh, he's exhausted. Place, yeah. Two or three weeks of nonstop. Well, Biden. I mean, I'm sorry. God love Biden. Oh, I mean, God. the whole story is how old he is and decrepit, huh. but I think I would look worse than he did. He was talking about taking a 10-hour train ride uh, with the windows blacked out and all this stuff. Like, and That's one of my problems, not to make this about Biden in the 2024 election, but uh, I've said it before. If Biden was just your grandpa, he's cool. He's yeah. spry. He'll take you in his Corvette. Yeah, people will be like, he's sharp still. But this has to be, being the, the American president has to be one of the most difficult, mentally, physically, emotionally taxing jobs ever of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to wonder why he wants to keep doing it. And uh, because, I mean, is that really what you want to do in the last years of your life is to be running around the world and having people make fun of you for falling down or right. whatever else is going to come up? I right. Mean, you've done it. So, uh, okay. So let's kind of dovetail all this stuff in. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the the House speakership fight going on, which I think they should start calling Jim Jordan Tin Cup. Remember that Kevin Costner movie where he kept hitting it in the water? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so he he did another vote, and he just keeps going backwards. And uh, so I don't know if he's done or not, but they took a private secret vote on whether he should uh, run again, and he was trounced. Uh, the majority said, no, stop running. So I haven't heard any new, like, okay, how about McHenry? How about this guy? How about Kevin McCarthy again? So right now we're just speaking speakerless and rudderless. Uh, But I, as an independent, I'm not anti-GOP. I'm anti-MAGA. 
but I'm not anti-GOP. I want a strong Republican Party and a strong Democrat Party. And I'm starting to feel a little better that some of the moderates in the House are starting to step up, find their balls and say, no, no, we're done with this. Uh, Do you share that hope or do you think I'm grabbing under rainbows? Uh, maybe a little bit of both. I mean, I hope you're right that there's people who are starting to see the light. Um, but at the same time, I think it's grabbing for rainbows. Look what happened to Ann uh, Wagner here in St. Louis alone. She immediately came out. And I, I know Ann. I mean, obviously she's a Republican. We don't share intimate secrets, so I don't, I don't know what she thinks on a daily basis. But I, I've always found her to be a reasonable person. And when she came out and said, absolutely no way on Jim Jordan – I was shocked that she reversed herself, um, and I don't think that this, the change is genuine. I think it was, oh, goodness, I could face some person who's going to challenge me. Uh, and that's ultimately what uh, most of these people are concerned about on both sides, right? Which would be a reason for me not to vote for Ann Wagner, because I want you to have the intestinal fortitude to stand by your convictions. And if your convictions right. are no way on Jim Jordan, oh, wait a minute, I might get primaried? That's not the kind of person I want in. Yeah, she didn't say that. She she uh, made the argument that she's a team player and that it's important for the Republican Party to be cohesive and this is who the bulk of the people and so she was going to carry the water. But it had to be in the back of her mind. At the same time, there's uh, a couple of congressmen in New York alone that are uh, sitting in districts as Republicans that Joe Biden won. He won the district, so it would be expected that it would be a Democratic uh, congressperson. They don't want to be having to vote for Jim Jordan because Jim Jordan is, you know, realized as a nut by most of their constituents. Um, and so this is just really unfortunate what we're watching. I I think um, things would be different if the Democrats were there, but really this ultimately comes down to having a very slim majority. Uh, if this wasn't a four or five seat majority like we have right now, this wouldn't happen. Yeah, because if it was twenty of them and Matt Gates and six, you know, people went and acted a fool, we wouldn't have ever have heard of it. Did you so hear the latest Matt Gates thing? No. Uh, okay, uh, we have the sound here. Basically, he. I find it very performative. I don't think he's Thomas Paine or anything, but he's basically saying. Uh, I'll fall on my sword. You can take me out of the caucus. Anything we need to do to make peace. Have no goals, have no asks, have no objectives other than to see the eight of us suffer some consequence for having removed McCarthy. So we've made them an offer. The eight of us have said that we are willing to accept censure, sanction, suspension, removal, from the Republican conference. We, of course, will remain Republicans. We will continue to vote with Republicans on Republican principles. But if what these holdouts need is a pound of our flesh, we're willing to give it to them in order to see them elect Jim Jordan for speaker. I think the spotlight hadn't been on him for a while and yeah. he needed to get the attention again. Yeah. I mean, I mean doesn't, whatever. Don't, how does nobody yell out, Jackass, you did this? <laughs> if you had just been that way a month ago, this isn't even happening and you're conducting business as usual. Don't like. I don't like him. I don't, I, don't, I don't know him, but I just don't like that. I don't like that whole dynamic where you go light the fire and then say, well, you can blame it on me to put the fire out, but only if you pick someone that I want. As opposed to the guy that was already there, chosen by everybody. Yeah, but I'm not sure there's anybody that they can ultimately agree on. 
we all have those friends, right, that when you're having a conversation with them, whether it be about who's the best first baseman ever for the Cardinals, and you say Albert Pujols, and he's the contradicting guy who's like, no, it wasn't. It was Jack Clark uh, for one year. <laughs> and I think, you know what I mean? Like people who just are antagonists, and I think that's what these people have become, and I think it's being fed by this uh, this media world that we live in, and everybody can view everything through the prism that they choose to do it. A lot of people are out there just now taking politics as entertainment, and I think that's what Matt Gates is playing. Sure seems like it. Uh, giant topic, but we haven't talked about it. But uh, Israel, Hamas, are you – I'll, I'll say it this way. I have been surprised by the size of the fight uh, politically amongst people and the seeming equilibrium. I'm surprised there are so many people uh, supporting Palestine. I right. won't say supporting Hamas. And I'm, that, that's not to say anything derogatory about the Gazans or, uh, you know, Palestinian people. I have just been surprised by it. Right. Uh, I've been surprised by it. I've been surprised how deep it is and where it is becoming a topic. Look, uh, I'm uh, an Israeli sympathizer. I've always been supportive of, you know, the Jewish state and Israel. But I'm not ignorant. I've paid attention for the last couple of years. I've seen the the, the accusations of infringement, blah, blah, blah. But no, 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 man. After October 7th, I'm sorry. You you don't get to sit there and complain that, oh, we're just acting, you know, this is disproportional. This literally was like a September 11th, and it just put me into a place— of wherever we kind of talked this with Ranji, I heard you guys passionately talk. I wish Amy would get enthused on this subject, <laughs> man. By the way. Um, but I've heard you all talk, you know, about this, and I, I, I just don't see, I don't see a, another side. I understand the, that there are uh, innocent people there. Unfortunately, they're in a place where people attacked us. I didn't really care who was in Afghanistan when we went after uh, Osama bin Laden, and I get that about. Uh, but I, I'm disappointed that that it's turned into this. It can't. It can't be both. Can't we be like these are bad people and we support the Israelis and everything has to be so doggone political? And then the same people who are lecturing me about support for Israel are the ones who are out saying, "Well, we should, you know, get off Putin's back." And the people who are telling me I should pay attention to Palestine uh, more are the ones who um, are sympathetic to the Ukraine. Hey, how about we be for the people who are for America? which is Ukraine and Israel. For me, Vladimir Putin literally just left China with Chi, where the conversation wasn't about oil, it wasn't about that, it was about we need to change the direction of who is in charge of the world. And that's us. This is all about us that's going on and why we're allowing ourselves to be divided by people who are bad. Did you guys watch uh, President Biden's address? What did you think? Uh, Britt Hume made news on Fox News by saying he thought it was the strongest uh, speech that he'd ever made and one of the stronger speeches by an American president, which people on Fox didn't like. Did you guys watch? I watched. What mm-hmm. did you think? Um, I, I thought it was a good spe- uh, good address. Um, I got extremely nervous watching it because it just feels like we're inching towards something bad all the time. Um, and it, it felt historic watching it, but I, I thought he was very strong when he was speaking. I thought it was what should be expected of the office, right? And I don't know if that's the, I wonder if that's the, I mean, like that standard almost seems to be like, yeah, that's, it's, it's almost like praising or, or sorry, was it damning with faint praise? Like I would love to have the bigger voice, the more authoritative speaker, but I mean, 
the message is correct and that's what matters, yeah. right? I mean, the meat behind the words is what matters, and I think that was there. Michael, you'll know about this. I read an article a couple of weeks ago uh, talking about that Donald Trump seems to be a shoe-in to be the a Republican nominee and a very good chance of winning the 2024 election. And they said, here are a couple of things that could get in the way. And one of them was if there is worldwide trouble. You know, if there are uh, the 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 beating of the war drums, that whether it's Trump and Biden or it's Washington and Tippy Canoe, whatever, that people typically don't like to change horses in the middle of a crisis. Well, and also someone who's is uh, instantaneous and uh, the, the, the way that Donald Trump, yeah, impulsive that Donald Trump is. So I was in an event last night. I didn't get to see the speech live. So I was reading it on my phone at the event I was at. And I was like, man, this is a really great speech. So my first blush with it was reading it. Later that night, I went home and I watched it and probably wouldn't have felt this way had I been watching it live. But I'm sitting there thinking, oh, my gosh, this poor guy. You know what I mean? You can't help but look at the president and be like, look at how you know he's older. And, you know, there's a couple of places that he was stuttering. But it, that wouldn't have hit me, I don't think, had I not read it. But I thought the speech was awesome. I think it was exactly where we need to be. Um, and I get that we all don't like each other and we may not like the president. But isn't there a couple of things we can kind of just figure it out together on? And it seems like these wars and people who literally are saying death to America should be one of those things we can kind of all be like, yeah. What do you make of what's going on in the college campuses, That especially Ivy League? Uh, right away, you had a lot of students, a lot of student organizations come out and condemn Israel. And then they started having job offers taken away and professors started getting fired. And a lot of people started saying like, oh, my bad, take my name off that list. Uh, Tim Scott introduced a bill that uh, to defund colleges who their students have an anti-Semitic bent. Uh, just in general, how did all that hit you? Um, well, two things. One was the uh, ironic, potentially hypocrisy of people who are anti-cancel culture who are now trying to legislate uh, and push cancel culture. And then the two, the, the the other piece in terms of people being held responsible for their words. Good. That's the way it should be. We didn't hold Donald Trump responsible for his words. Look at where it's gotten us. And it's a lesson that we all need to learn. Yeah, we all have the ability to sit behind these computers and be, you know, warriors and say whatever it is we want. But, you know, what you say does have consequences. I heard you say it yesterday, Wheeler. You can say what you want about the government, but I couldn't come in here and say what I want about the people who own or run KMOX. Right. It's, that, that's life, and that's something that everybody needs to learn. And some of the comments that I read that these folks were saying that, you know, they deserve to be held accountable. Can I ask you guys a question? I mean, this is hopefully this will be quick, but why is it news, national news, when 100 college students do something stupid? Well, you know the answer to it. It, because it's is it sensational? Because it's interesting. I mean, again, I think it's stupid, but I saw this thing like they did a die-in at Harvard, mm -hmm. and they said it was, quote, hundreds. All right, well, there's 25,000 students at Harvard. The vast majority of them are wealthy legacy admissions, and we think that the problem is the campus? I mean, it's it's sure it's those people, but, like, do we take a 100 of steelworkers, and if they say something like, well, steelworkers are whatever this group is. I just don't understand the fixation on it. I don't, I mean, like, they're idiot young kids. I don't, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying you can't listen to, to young people. My kid, my kid is, a, is a PhD student. I do listen to her. She's not an idiot. But when some people do things dumb, it doesn't mean 
that a whole group of people is dumb. So part of it could be when you go to college and it's been this way historically, et cetera, that that's kind of when your mind gets open and you're open to new ideas. Which ultimately becomes typically rebel against yeah, your parents, yeah, yeah, like like the boomers did, becomes because that's what they were all about. And so I think ultimately, what's going on here? Yes, it's sexy, but it's also pretty interesting that the same people who were complaining about X Y Z right winger coming and saying what they had to say, uh, and they were holding them accountable and doing stuff, are now getting held accountable for their own yeah, words. I do kind of like that. So it's kind of <laughs> yeah. Even though I dis, I, I don't like the whole cancel thing. Period. I think if a Yahoo wants to come and say stupid stuff on college campus, just don't show up. Yeah. Want to do some fast food news? Lighten it up? Or unless you want to get real serious about fast food, that's that's fine too. <laughs> yeah, I would love to lighten the mood a little bit. Okay, some fast food news. Papa John's is bringing back the jack-o'-lantern pizza Starting on October 23rd, 2023. If you're wondering what that is, it's a pizza that looks like a jack-o'-lantern. Just they move the pepperonis around? Is that what they do? Yep. Cool. Why is everything dirty with you? (laughs) Just move the pepperonis around. (laughs) They're also bringing back the shakaroni pizza to Papa John's. So this is an extra large hand-tossed pizza. you paid by Papa John's? (laughs) We had it yesterday, and I got really excited because Dave never wants to get Papa John's. So he said he wanted it, and Andrew and I just lost our minds. I ordered so so much food. (laughs) You did. It was ridiculous. I was embarrassed by how much food was left over after lunch. That shakaroni is no joke. It's oh, like, you've had it? I've not had it, but I know someone who did, and they got very sick. <laughs> I know someone who did. I know who did. someone did. Do they, do they live in Canada? It wasn't me. <laughs> okay, um, the 2023 Quick Service Restaurant drive through Study rated the 10 major U.S. chains on drive through performance. Oh. So order accuracy, guess who is number one? Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Number two is Burger King. Number three, McDonald's. Number four, Wendy's. Uh, tied with KFC. Did I say KFC already? And then uh, Carl's Jr. comes in at number six. So, mm. you want some fun facts? Are About we doing more stuff? I do, but I mean, I feel like it's not going very well. So, do some fun facts. <laughs> are, are any of them in there about um, in and out burger moving to Missouri? Oh, <laughs> I, mean, what? I, I don't. What? No, are they going to? I mean, uh, I, I don't have anything like that uh, in my report Mike. here. I love it. It's like it's like Rach is the White House correspondent. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do we know about in and out? I did like three stories, and everyone was just like, "Yum." <laughs> Uh, do you guys know where the phrase blowing smoke up your butt comes from? No. No. The late 1700s, doctors would give tobacco enemas to drowning victims to resuscitate them. That's creepy. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Yeah. Where'd they even come up with that? How did they accomplish it? I'll show you. <laughs> um, pickleball, uh, so they say, yeah. has officially become more popular than tennis. More people are playing pickleball and buying pickleball rackets than tennis. I believe it. Yeah, that's and that's not, I feel like, that high of a bar to climb, right? Well, I mean, tennis like, is pretty popular. I just It's I, pretty popular, but it's not like baseball. I feel something. like every time I go to the park, though, there's pickleball courts and tennis courts, and I always see way more, I mean, this is anecdotal evidence, but I always I, see way more people playing pickleball. I want to take Well, isn't it easier? Is that the idea, right? It is much easier. oh Michael's mad at me. No, I just... I would bet more people in the United States play tennis than baseball. Really? Play, oh, play, yeah. play, as adults play? Yeah. Yeah, probably. For sure. Yeah. Probably. I guess everyone's playing tennis all the time, and I didn't know about it. <laughs> There's not that many playing baseball, I don't think. 
335 DGS. Happy Friday. Michael Kelly hanging out with us. Dave Murray joins us. Hello, Dave. Hello there. Interesting ride with the weather this weekend. How would, how's that segue? I like Slow it. Ride. I like it. I like all your segues. They're usually dirty, but I, this one was good. I like it. This one was clean. You, you kept it clean. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Who I knew? I change that. Like, Dave's not that much older than me, but, like, I grew up with, you know, Dave, watching Dave, and I had no idea what a horn dog he was. So it's, <laughs> it has been quite a revelation for Actually, me. if you really listen to my weather on TV, you would pick up stuff. All the time. It's like Bugs oh. Bunny. There's multiple levels yeah. Yeah, right. for the right. kids and for the grown-ups. Uh, so talk to talk us through the weekend. All right. We have a cold front coming through. This one's a fairly strong front, but it's a dry front. Comes through late Saturday afternoon. So we're ahead of the front all day Saturday. Southerly flow. We're at a jump to 78 degrees. That front comes through late afternoon, so winds will turn from the south to the northwest. It's a windy day Saturday. It's windy into Saturday evening. 78, not even close to the record. 88 is the record for Saturday from 1979. Saturday night, clear skies, windy, noticeably cooler. In fact, a fast drop in temperature during the evening. We will go from the 70s almost into the upper 50s for the first couple of hours of Saturday evening. So keep that in mind going down to 42. Sunday, a spectacular fall day, sunny, light winds, and nice 65 degrees monday partly sunny warm it up again to 75 and it does look like we've got some showers on the way wednesday thursday maybe into friday and temperatures will be above average tuesday wednesday thursday friday we always complain that we don't get a fall but i think we're having a pretty nice fall so far. i think we're having a great fall too i know the fall colors are just starting to show up a little bit but weather wise yeah, we expected October to be a little warmer than average, and, and that will will be. But that's nice in October. Yeah. That's oh, just nice weather. For sure. Headlines, Rach? Headlines is brought to you by Schnooks. Download the Schnooks Rewards app and earn 2% back on every purchase. Um, on the break there, Wheels was just telling us about an, an alligator at the zoo. Yeah, an alligator named Darth Vader. And they play the Imperial March. So when they play the up. Imperial March, he comes out of the water and he walks up and gets his treat of chicken legs. <laughs> Vader the Gator. I like yeah, that. I know. He's pretty got, good. I didn't know you could train him like that. Isn't that sad about the elephant? Did you hear about that? No. Yeah, it's uh, terrible. Yeah, there's an elephant at the zoo, Ronnie, and there is a dog loose in the zoo. Oh, I did hear about that. And he would, the dog was upsetting the elephants and uh, the elephant died. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Very sad. Like a heart attack? I guess so. Wow. If that was someone's dog, I feel pretty strongly they should be prosecuted. <laughs> no, I agree. I actually agree. I, I agree. There's no excuse for your dog getting loose in a zoo. No well, way. Well, but are you allowed to bring your dog to the zoo? I don't know. That's the that's the question is is it a, either either way though. Let's just say you It's an interesting question. Let's just say yeah. you live near a zoo and your dog gets out. It's still on you. If your dog goes out and gets out and bites somebody that's on you. Right. Mm-hmm. How would this not be basically the same like idea? Like if you have a service dog mm-hmm. and you want to go to the zoo and you can't go to the zoo without your service dog, but the dog may upset the animals. That's an interesting question. Well, that's different. I think this is a dog that actually got into the pen, if I remember correct. I, I don't think it was going to be upset by a dog that would be outside on a leash, like outside the pen area just being walked around. I wouldn't think because there's animals all around. Well, another- Here's the deal. Only trained dogs, you know, service animal dogs, yeah. true service animal dogs. Dogs in general, no. 
Well, another zoo story here. A female employee at the Cincinnati Zoo is recovering after she was bitten by a large and venomous rattlesnake yesterday oh, afternoon. Yeah. Crews were called to the Ohio Zoo after she was bitten by an eastern diamondback rattlesnake. Uh, the snake is housed in the reptile area, and I guess she was in there feeding it or something, and uh, it was bad. The employee was taken to the hospital. She is in stable condition. Do you have a snake thing? Petrified. That's what I thought. Yep, Petrified. me too. I thought you, you did. You too? I, I don't know about you, Dave. I've run into a couple of them on the golf course, and I look like Michael Jordan jumping. Yeah, rattlesnakes are a big problem out here, and I have run into Ooh. some. Luckily, not in the yard, but walking the dogs. And when, when I see one, it's like, yeah, same thing. Man, I, I don't run like crazy. It's like, okay, stop. Don't let the dog see it. Now what do I do kind of thing. A couple snake stories. When I was about 10... Uh, this is the same visit down to my Southern Illinois cousins where I spent a week and I pooped my pants and the dog found my underwear. You know the story. <laughs> yeah. Same visit. And uh, and there was uh, like a, a long black hose in the yard and we were pretending it was a snake. And uh, I had, you know, little toy guns. And so I went up to it and I hit it on the fake snake head with the butt of my gun and it coiled up. It was a real snake. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I think I put my pants again. Uh, (laughs) And then uh, when I was a lawyer, so I was a grown person, uh, I was drunk and and they had this big giant uh, pet thing at the Edward Jones Dome. And I was drunk enough that I wanted to buy a miniature horse. And uh, uh, but the miniature horse man wouldn't sell it to me because I was clearly inebriated. So I bought a ball python and named it Elvis. And uh, I was terrified of it and it was terrified of me. And it was just a terrible relationship. And I had to feed it mice, uh, little gerbils and stuff, and it was awful. But I was insecure, so when we would have a party, I would put it around my neck, like, "Look how crazy I am! I bet y'all want to sleep with me." And uh, <laughs> I, I ended up giving it away when I moved. The one of the movers was like, "That's a cool snake." I'm like, "Please, God, take it!" So everybody wants the snake man. Yeah, everyone wants the man with the snake, snake around his neck. Snake guy's cool. Nothing sexier. Than Nothing that. sexier than that. <laughs> did, it, did it ever work? And. Even the most subtle of ways? <laughs> nothing <laughs> in, Clearly nothing not. in that Clearly not. ever worked. No. <laughs> Back to headlines. Some of oh. Hollywood's top actors, including George Clooney, have offered money to the SAG after Actors Union as part of a proposal to end the actor strike as it nears its 100th day. Um, their offer would provide the union an extra $150 million over three years wow. and could help fund improved health benefits. Um, Clooney also said top stars would only collect residuals once the lower paid actors received theirs. Good for him. That's that's real. That's great. Mm -hmm. I have a story here that actors cannot dress as Barbie or Wednesday Adams for Halloween because of the strike. (laughs) Yeah, they can't they can't dress as anything that's considered struck material. Yes. Yeah. Wednesday Adams. Little kids can. Yeah, right. No, the actors can't do it. Right. Right, The actors can't do it. Yes. I, I don't get the Wednesday part. Uh, I guess because of the... I think they're just popular costumes. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, it's a show. Yeah. Wednesday's well, a show. Yeah, but it, it hasn't come out in like over a year. So right. I was just, I, Barbie I get because it just came out this year and it's still Oh, there's going to be a lot of annoying Barbies, isn't there? Oh, mm-hmm. my God, yes. <laughs> yeah, Phoebe, ready to go. <laughs> Phoebe and her friends are going uh, Toy Story. She's Little Bo Peep. Oh, all right. Yeah, and like everyone else is Barbie. So She's Little Bo Peep again? That's she adorable. Is. Yeah, she's redoing it. <laughs>
Are you get, is she getting a goat? I told her I'd get her a goat. <laughs> <laughs> look, Glover Mafia, I'll find you a goat. There's got to be goats in Lawrence, Kansas. They, they probably work at hotels. <laughs> oh, wow. So the Pentagon says there have been more than 270 reports of UAPs or UFOs reported to the U.S. government in the past eight months. Wow. 270 in the past do guys, eight months. Do you guys months. think they're preparing us? Yeah, I do. you think do. they're spoon feeding yeah, us? There's a guy who cl- I, I don't I haven't looked into his background. He claims that he used to work for the CIA, and he says 2027 is the year. That's the year it's going to be official. The aliens are going to be presented to us officially, or present themselves, one or the other. I don't know. I kind of smell BS, but that's what he's saying. And he's saying that this is all we're seeing is a ramp up to that. So obviously, this would be. With the cooperation of the aliens. Yes. They are, they've picked 2027 <laughs> that, as that's well. That's apparently, I don't know if that's like how long the journey took or... Aliens work on the same calendar. I'm on the same level for pretty much everything. Like, I'll believe it for sure when I see it, but I'll listen to everybody. I'm not even trying to be whatever, but don't you think that everything we've been through in the past six or seven years... If ever there's a time to reveal the aliens, it's now. No. Yeah, oh, my God. It. Have you no. seen, like, this is a great trend on, on TikTok. I've seen a lot of them where everybody's just like, fine, let them show up. What the yeah. hell? Yeah. Is that going to be any weirder than what we have now? Right. <laughs> Even if they eat a few faces. Yeah. I, I mean, like, like okay. Yeah, but, I mean, wouldn't it be great? Can't you hear everybody in the Middle East like, oh, wait a minute. They're not going to be worried about their imaginary friends anymore. They're going to be all into, you know, we got to go fight these people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. Well, that's what they might good. be friendly. Yeah, they might be friendly. Aliens. I don't think if they were going to attack, they'd be telling the CAA guy we're coming in 2027. <laughs> no, but I'm right? They're all fighting with each other right now. They're all going to look at each other and be like, "Hey, these are the guys we ought to be afraid of." I think there we will definitely be. Day. Wouldn't you guys agree? There would be some branch of humanity that would just be like, "They, they can't. We can't. Oh, yeah. be, we, even if they're nice, we can't. They, they're not us. We can't be yeah, with them. For sure. For sure. It, you know, humans first or whatever. Humans sh- first. It will be. I guarantee yeah. it. It'll be humans first. Final story here. One in six Americans believe that their home is haunted. So perfect one for six. One in six. And two in five wow. people have experienced something unexplainable or unusual in their home. So maybe not necessarily a haunted house, but they've uh, seen some weird stuff. Michael, you get spooked at all? I had something happen the other night, and it was just on the shelf, then it fell off. And I'm sure it's some, like, subtle vibration oh, that's been going on for months. But no, I, I don't have that. But I, you know, I was all freaked out. I'm like, is there somebody inside my building? You know, as a kid, were you easily spooked by stuff? Uh, yeah, I was afraid to go to the basement. Weren't you? Mm, oh, yeah. yeah. What do you go call the? What do you call the monster in the basement? Oh, the butt demon. Like whatever. You gotta run up the stairs. Whenever you run up the stairs, and he's right behind you. Yeah, those long claws. Hell yeah. The butt demon. Yeah, butt demons I in my every basement. It has a name. <laughs> yeah. I, we have my mom's basement is exactly the way it was when I was a kid, and it's just block concrete, and three rooms, each with the the uh, the pull chain from yeah. the psycho light. Right. And yes. I would go. They'd make me go down to get meat out of the freezer, and then I would run up, and I'd miss one of the lights. 
And I would beg, I mean, on my knees, begging my dad, please, God, dad, don't make me go turn that light. <laughs> Say he had to make a man out of me. He's like, you turn it off. So you turn it off. You're in total darkness. Yeah, you and up. you try to walk up the stairs. And the minute you start to <laughs> run. You hit a step, you're like, yeah, the minute you start to run, the butt demons just. Did you ever, like, slow down right before the top so nobody saw you doing that? Oh, no. I had no dignity. <laughs> no. No, I was absolutely terrified. But demon. That, that may have been scarier than the exorcist house. For real. Like, the butt demon scared me so bad. I totally remember those light switches, too. Like, with the little string coming yeah. out. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. can, we, yeah. can oh. we make it any scarier down here? Did you guys ever get the one can where the string was, like, broken off and you did get jump all the way jump up to get the little yes. metal one? Yeah. The little chain. <laughs> Good times. Thank you, Dave. All righty. All right, you taking off, Michael? I am. All Thanks right, for having me. Thank it was you, good pal. to see everybody. Appreciate it. Bye. Coming up next week, we'll be doing daily Halloween shows for you from 4.30 to 5. Listener campfire stories. Today, we interviewed a very interesting gentleman. Here's a little piece of audio of what he talked about. They contacted a Native American named War, and it was concerned because somebody had pushed them into the river and killed them. So it was looking for answers. At night, a black spot would come out of the hills and steal the children of the town and take them back, you know, wherever a black spot would go to at night, back up into the hills. He said the kids who used to live in the house you babysat for would, like, talk to people in the corner that nobody else could see. When I heard the ghost come in and out, my safety is to then get in a room, close the door, and play the radio so I can't hear anything. So I reverted to being uh, 10 years old again in my house. That was my safety device to keep away from all the ghosts in my house growing up. This is going to sound stupid. I love stories. I love being told stories. I love listening to stories, especially paranormal stuff because I'm so into that. That's why I love Sasquatch Chronicles so much. It's like an hour-long, very detailed story. Mm-hmm. Cozy. I'm never bored. Like <laughs> when they're telling a story about uh, seeing a Sasquatch. And they're like, we went fishing. I'm like, what kind of fish? <laughs> like, I just love that kind Was of thing. Was it a pond or a lake? Yeah. No, I do. I love people setting the stage for me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can 
put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.